the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. This week we see um, Zechariah very different than what we saw him two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we saw Zechariah in the temple doing his priestly duty. However, everything that he prayed for, everything that he waited for, he could not accept. What is it that he prayed for? What is it that they hoped for? His wife, St. Elizabeth, and him prayed for a child. Today, we see that the great gift of this child being delivered and he's now praising God with lots and lots of joy. He's now very, very different. He's been transformed. The silence of that nine months transformed him, changed him, strengthened him. He finally was able to understand after nine months God's plan for him. In the beginning, he was filled with lots of doubt. Even though he prayed for it, when he finally received it, he couldn't receive it. Why? Because his heart and his mind was solely based on what he expected and what he wanted. But when finally God answers it, he's not able to receive it. God tells him he's going to be silent. He's going to sit and think and pray and meditate on God's plan. Today, God's plan is fulfilled. And he realizes that God's plan was not just about him. He realizes that God's plan was so much bigger than just him wanting a family. He realizes now that God's plan was, was totally weaved into his own personal plan, his own personal desire. God had a greater plan, a bigger picture that had to do with God's plan, not just his own plan. He's able to see the bigger picture, and he's able to praise God and thank God for that. Today, all of us are called to remember, our, all of us have a primary goal, a primary pur purpose. It is, for all of us, a little different to have a secondary purpose and call. Our secondary purpose and call is maybe to be a father, a mother, to be a priest, to be a nun, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it might be. That's secondary. But God has a primary purpose and call for every single one of us that is completely weaved into his own purpose and plan. The goal, however, in our Christian life is to be able to little by little let go of and get over our personal expectations and plans of God when they don't come according to how we want. When things do not go out and play out the way that we expect. The goal of the Christian life is to conform to God's will, to God's purpose, to God's plan. Oftentimes it may feel like I'm waiting 80 years to figure out what that might be. Sometimes we may even have our goal or have our purpose. We might be married, we might be a priest, we may be a nun, we may be a doctor, a lawyer, and we still feel like something is missing. Like, what is going on? Like, what am I missing? 
Why do I feel like something is incomplete? Because we're oftentimes forgetting our primary purpose. Our primary purpose is to know, to love, and to serve God in this life so that I can be with Him in the next forever. That's for all of us. Priest, nun, mother, mother, father, single, it doesn't matter. To know, to love, and to serve God in this life so that I can be with Him forever in the next. That's all of our purpose. And that's what Zechariah realizes, and he even says, you know, this child is going to be to prepare the way, to give knowledge of salvation to those who are dwelling in darkness. He realizes that his child is not just for him to have a child so that he can be happy. This child is for something greater. This child is for God. How many of us, because our eyes are so focused on what we think we should be doing or what we want to be doing or what we think people are expecting of us to be doing, sometimes we're so concerned with the people around us and their expectation of us that we totally forget our primary purpose, to know, to love, and to serve God. Elizabeth today, she's being influenced by the people around her. They're saying to her, well, aren't you supposed to name? This is, of course, she's holding on to, these people are holding on to Jewish tradition. Well, you have to name him after his father. Again, this outside influence of what you should be doing, what you have to be doing. And if you don't do it, then you're not living according to our traditions. They're not, then, then you're not good enough. How many of us are looking everywhere around us, looking at social media, looking at people, listening to people who are telling us, why aren't you married? Why don't you have a child? Why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing that? And nothing is ever good enough for people. And then we get so influenced and we get lost. We totally lose our primary call which is to know, to love, and to serve God in this life. However way that looks, in whatever context it might be, God is calling me to know, to love, and to serve Him. You guys know um, Blessed Solanus Casey? How many of you guys have been there before? Yeah. I love that place. If you've never been there, you should visit. It's in Detroit. Blessed Solanus Casey was a, a very, very simple, holy man. He had a desire to be a priest. God called him to be a priest. But he struggled a lot in seminary. And he, everybody kept telling him, well, you're not as smart as this guy, and you're not as smart as that guy, and you need to do better. The seminary kept telling him, you need to do better on your studies. And there was this pressure to look at everybody else but he kept his eyes focused on knowing and loving God. That's what he kept doing. Finally, he actually was ordained, but he was ordained with condition. He was ordained a priest as a simplex priest, which means that he had conditions and, 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 and um, regulations that he was not able to hear confessions. He was not able to preach in public. You know what job they gave him? 
the doorman. Go open the door for people. Well, nothing wrong with opening the door for people, but that's not really the goal of a priest. That's not really the job of a priest, to open the door of the monastery for people. He could have been angry and frustrated with God and said, well, God, I became a priest. He could have been angry at his superiors and said, this is not what's meant for me. I'm a priest. This is beneath me. This is below me. I don't want to do this. He could have had his, his eyes fixed on his expectations and his desires and what he wanted and how he wanted to love and serve God. He could have been so lost in that. And he could have allowed that to make him lose his way and throw him off track. But he accepts it. And he says, you know what? I'm going to know, love, and serve God by simply opening the door. The simplest thing, the most basic thing of just opening the door of the monastery for people. But he did it with so much love for God. He did it as though he was opening the door for Jesus himself. He wasn't looking for great big things that he needed to do. He wasn't looking at great big status. Oh, I need to become a bishop. Oh, I need to be a doctor. I need to be a lawyer. I need to be this. I need to be that. He just accepted it and said, you know what, God? This is how you want me to love and serve you? I'm going to do it. But I'm going to do it not begrudgingly, not angrily. I'm going to do it with great love. I'm going to do it because I love you, God. And when he did that, when he accepted that, people started coming in droves. But they were coming not just to go into the monastery. They were actually coming because they wanted to see Blessed Solana's Casey because there was so much light and love coming from him. People were experiencing God and they were getting healed. People were coming with physical ailments and he would just place his hand on them and they would be healed. Why? How? Because he recognized that it didn't matter how he was going to love and serve God. He just wanted to love and serve God. And he used the power of his word over people's lives. If you notice, Zechariah, he prophesies over St. John the Baptist. He says, you, my child, are going to become the prophet of the Most High. You will go to prepare the way. You will bring light and salvation to the people. You will lead them from darkness into peace. He uses the power of his word to change people's lives, to remind them of their purpose of knowing, loving, and serving God. And little by little, people begin to, to experience God's love because he proclaims it to them. He preaches it. He manifests it by the power of the Holy Spirit. How many of us today and when was the last time you and I reminded somebody, or even reminded ourselves, but reminded somebody, God loves you. God has a plan for you. God is with you. God is pleased with you. You are God's child. You are God's daughter. That simple, basic Christian principle we forget. Because we overcomplicate our Christian lives. We overcomplicate God. That we forget 
that God just wants me to know him. He wants me to love him. He wants me to serve him. And he wants me to do it from my heart. And I have the power by my word. Because I'm a Christian and I've been baptized, I can say that to others. I can remind others. I can bring light into other people's lives. But I have to allow God's light to come into my life first. I have to accept God's plan for me first. I've got to love God in my own particular way first so then I can proclaim it to others. That, my brothers and sisters, is for everybody. Whether you're a priest, you're a nun, you're a bishop, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a stay-at-home parent, it doesn't matter. But do we remember? Are we reminding ourselves of our, our, our primary purpose? I'm a child of God. I'm called to know him, to love him, and to serve him. That's it. And I don't need to do great things. I can do it in the most simplest way. Today, stop looking for ways that you have to know, love, and serve God. Oh, I got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to try this. I've got to try that. Sometimes we become overcomplicated. We become uh, discouraged even. Today, whatever it is that you are doing, Whatever it is that you're doing, whoever it is that you're going to go visit today, whoever it is that you're going to go and serve today, whoever it is that you're going to spend time with today, whatever it is that you're going to do, you're going to go buy something from the mall, whatever it is, Lord, I do this because I want to love and serve you, and I want to love and serve you in my neighbor. And little by little, when we start doing that in the small ways, God raises us to the big ways. And we understand, we begin to see our purpose, we begin to understand our identity, that we belong to God. However it is and whatever it is that I'm doing, I belong to God, to know him, to love him, and to serve him in this life so I could be with him forever and the next. Amen.